Welcome to the Sober Sessions Podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, aka the Sobriety Queen, coach, and author. On this podcast, we help kings and queens live purpose, no longer pain. We interview kings and queens around the globe so that you can hear their real life stories to see just how your life too can be transformed. So let's jump on into the episode. Welcome to the Sober Sessions Podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan. I have such a burning in my belly to tell you all this message. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for where I am. I want you to understand that where you are right now in your life, Maybe you're new on your journey. Maybe you haven't started your journey. Maybe you've got up and fallen off your journey. I don't know, but I want you to understand the very thing that you believe is attacking you, that's stopping you, that you are finding so much difficulty with alcohol is the very thing that God wants to use to stir up something in you, something in your bloodline. Let me let me let me help you understand. For those of you who do not know, I struggled with alcohol abuse, use and dependency for 15 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Yes, the root was low self-esteem, but it was a long time. That was something that I depended on. I went to a source thinking that It was going to make me feel better. It was going to alleviate the pain. It was going to make me feel important and included and not excluded. But the thing that I went to, the source, the the alcohol, it did none of those things. It did none of those things. It left me feeling worse. It left me feeling guilty, shameful, uh, you know, embarrassed, feeling lower than low. But here's what I want you to understand. So I lived in that life of just horrible feelings and thoughts for so long. It wasn't until I lost everything. My mom was the last thing I lost before I said yes to sobriety. But I lost my dignity. I lost money. I lost my self-respect. I did. Right in Brooklyn where I grew up at. I lost relationships, my marriage. I lost everything. And then I moved to New Jersey. So in that space, of course, I was feeling like, you know, why am I here? I don't want to be here. All the things that, you know, just feeling isolated. Even though alcohol had showed me how much it took away from me, right? So here I am in Jersey, it's 2012 when I moved there. I don't get sober until 2014. And in that moment, I got to, of course, reflect on all the things, the actions, my my pain. I got to reflect in all of that, right? I'm going somewhere, I promise you I'll get there. And so here I was, believing the lies of alcohol 
in that moment. But here I was in Jersey understanding that, Connie, what you did to alleviate the pain cost you more pain. I got time to spend with God. I got time to get back to the real source, ah, God, and understand that even while I was doing all this, trying to escape from the initial pain, God was still with me. He was waiting for me to say, are you tired yet? So I had to lose everything to get to this place. I, I couldn't use that alcohol substance any longer. It had taken everything. And then eventually it took my mother. That was a huge loss, the greatest loss. So now I get to this healing place, 2014, I stopped drinking finally. And the same substance that I was using to eliminate the pain is the same substance I now expose. Think about it. I want you to think about what you have on the inside, right? So for you, you might be feeling like alcohol is your friend and it helps you sleep and it helps you, you know, take away the pain and the guilt and whatever. But really, is that what it's doing? Could it be that you're not seeing this substance as the tool God wants to use to bring you into a space to expose it to allow others to see how damaging it is, right? Could it be that God wants to use you to heal, right? To get to that place of understanding that you are more than the lies that this alcohol feeds you. Could it be that God wants you to be the person in your family that stands up and says, Enough, enough, enough of the lies, enough of, you know, living like this is normal. Could that be the case? Because guess what? It could be. It very well can be. But the more we continue to program our minds to say, this is hard. You know, sobriety just is, I can't do it. It, it requires too much. Uh, you know, there's just so many things you don't understand. The more you program yourself to go to a substance that lies, that deceives, that's cunning, the more you tell yourself, yes, the more it will happen. The more you will give in to those lies, but the more the pain will stay there, the more de delaying of your pain, your healing rather, the more delaying there will be. Not to say that it won't come, but you're delaying it by giving into the lies of alcohol, by giving into the lies of what you've been telling yourself. When you start to show up and, and you open your mouth 
about the truth that this substance really has done to you, when you start exposing it and you start connecting with God, oh, you can't go wrong. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy process. It's going to be a process that you have to do repeatedly. See, when I got to Jersey and I realized all the things I had done and that alcohol was attached to those things and alcohol was multiplying those things, it was in that setting, that home that I had, that apartment rather that I had, it was in that moment that I had to get real with myself and say, Connie, you, you stepped away from the real source, God Almighty. To go over here to alcohol and, and, and form a relationship. You, you got caught up in it and it's okay. But now it's time to come on home. It's time to come on home and get to a place where God has always wanted you. See, I don't know about any of you, but I always had a relationship with God. I always loved the choir. When I was a child, I would go to church and I would listen to the choir. I didn't have a relationship with him then. But it was the thing that got me to him, the initial thing. And then as I got uh, to my young, I was a, a teenager, about 19 years old, I gave my life to Christ. And from 19 to about 22 was when I was on fire for the Lord. And then I lost my grip, I'm going to say. I lost my grip with God. God never lost his grip with me. And I'm so grateful. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you, queen, that it's not about what happened to you and why, what led up to your drinking. But it's about you understanding that one you're not the first that have, has gotten to this point. You won't be the last. But it's really about you understanding it's too expensive to go to alcohol as your resolve. It's too expensive for you to go to alcohol as your dopamine filler. It's too expensive. Because even if you get some uh, happiness, right, some fulfillment, the loss that you will incur is far greater than you can even imagine. Understand, queen, that that in which you are going through right now, where you are, you have the ability to get back to the real source, which is God. You have that ability to get back to him. He's there just like he was for me. He's waiting He's waiting for you to surrender. He's waiting for you to ask for his help. He is waiting on you. He's waiting for you to say, I need your help. I had to do it, y'all. I had to do it in, in, in Jersey. I had to say, if you don't take the taste out of my mouth, my heart, and my mind, I'm going to die. We got to get real with God. We got to get real with him. And understanding, he already knows that we can't do these things on our own. But we also got to get real in knowing that alcohol, the great one of the greatest drugs in the world that's legal, 
got to get real with knowing that it's not going anywhere. We got to get real with knowing that one drink for us, for me, for you, can cost us tremendous loss. So maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, you know what? I haven't been real. I haven't been honest. I've been saying the wrong things. I've been saying it's too hard and, you know, and it helps me do this, that, and the third instead of saying, God, I can't control this. I need your help. And not only just saying, God, I need your help, then going to him, looking for the signs that he's given you. Maybe those signs are getting into rehab. Maybe those signs are going to, uh, you know, some sort of group assistance. Maybe those signs are going to church. Maybe those signs are getting you a coach looking for the signs after you say it. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. But you got to say the right things and trust and believe that God is for you. He is never against you. I want to encourage you all and inspire you and and pray that this message has gotten down into your belly as it did me. It is Thursday, the week before <laughs> the podcast that I dropped with uh, the beautiful queen, Sean Waltz. If you haven't seen, uh, listened to that podcast, go on back and listen to that. But I want you to get this message and get it clear. I want you to know that you are not alone. God is with you. I'm here with you. If you need my help, I want you to reach out to me personally. I will pray with you. I will be your support. I will be your cheerleader. You know, sign up for the wait list, for the membership. That is where that comes. That's what that support is about. That membership is coming in May. May 4th, to be exact. Because I know that there is promise on our lives. And we got to get to it. And I want you to get to it. I want you to understand that we don't have to live in a, a life of mediocre. We don't have to live in a life of lies. And we don't have to feel like the world can give us everything. Uh, you know, this, this substance and, you know, anything else that the world tries to give us. We can go to God who is our source. He gives us everything. That is what I'm telling you. That is what I know from my own life. He gives me everything that I need. And now I get to be sober. I get to expose the lies of alcohol. And I will do it until the day I die. Because it's a liar. It will never give you what you're seeking. Better sleep. More excitement, more dopamine, more happiness, more friends, more love. Whatever you think it's going to give you, it will not. It will disappoint you. And even if it does give you a smidget of something, oh, the loss that comes with it is far greater. Don't believe the lies. If you need my help, click the link in the show notes. Let's get on a freedom call. Let's do what God has called you to do and let's heal in sobriety. That's where, that's where it starts. Healing, healing that pain, healing that shame, healing from the divorce, healing from the letdown, healing from the low self-esteem, healing from the negative voices that was 
brought into your life as a child. Healing from whatever it is that you need healing from. Let's do it. Let's get to the other side together. You don't have to do this alone. Know that you are purpose and not pain queen. Know that God loves you. You have purpose. Your life matters. You have greatness inside of you. I don't care what your start was because none of that matters. I grew up on food stamps. And today I am a daughter in Christ. I have several college degrees, but most and most importantly, I have a relationship with God. If you knew where my start was, I wasn't supposed to be here. I've been shot. You guys know that. I've been shot two times. I attempted suicide. And then I used alcohol for 15 years. I wasn't supposed to be here. But God has a plan for all of our lives. You got to know this. You got to fight. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If you need me, click the link in the show notes. That is what I'm here to do. Serve. Know that I love you, but God loves you far more than I ever could. Later, queen.